Blog Talk Radio. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, no matter where you're listening, around the world, this is Sedona Talk Radio. Hello, hello, and this is Helena Steine-Hornstein with Our Wondrous World. And I'm sorry about the beginning. You probably heard, where is the jingle? Usually the jingle comes on very quickly, and this time it didn't. So that was why I had that little outburst just before you heard the jingle. Anyway, I'm here with Our Wondrous World. And yes, this is a world so full of wonders. And we are all part of it. Today I have a different kind of a show because I'm speaking not about spiritual matters the way I usually do. I'm coming into a completely different subject, mind control. And I'm now referring to a book called Mind Wars, written by Marie D. Jones, and she has a partner in writing called Larry Flaxman. Larry's not with us, but Marie Jones is. Hello, Marie. Hello there. Thank you for having me. Well, I'm so glad we finally made it. It's so good to have you (laughs) with me. Where are you right now? I'm in Stockholm, Sweden, which is, uh, you know, northern Europe. And where are you? I am in San Diego, California, southern California. Oh, it's such a beautiful place. You know, everyone yes. is raving about it. It must Absolutely. be very nice to live there. It is. And I usually, it is. Yes. <laughs> and I usually live in Florida, which, of course, is beautiful, too. But I think yes. San Diego has beautiful, it's beautiful all the time. It's, the weather is more, like, leveled, isn't it? Well, it's, it's the same it's, all through the year. Am I wrong? Well, it's changing, believe it or not. We're getting a lot more humidity, which we never had, where it feels like Florida. Um, but it's still, and, you know, we have no rain, which is why we're in a very severe drought condition here. But in general, it's it's wonderful weather. I mean, we have very few days where we're freezing and it does get hot, but usually it's uh, more desert dry heat. So even yeah. though things are changing a little bit, it's still pretty pretty close to the best weather you can get in the United States. That's what I understand. And I have yeah. so many friends <laughs> who actually live there, and uh, they, uh, they're raving about their weather. And, of course, they're happy people. I and think the beach. Happy- <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. So um, now, mind wars. And... Um, Marie, you uh, are a best-selling author, and you have written, God, is insane, about 75 inspirational books and articles on the paranormal, metaphysics, conspiracies, and cutting-edge science. And uh, now you have written this book together with Larry Flaxman, and you reveal in this new book, Mind Wars, shocking evidence that our thoughts and beliefs are being programmed. So, now, do you think out there that you are in control of your mind? Or do you think you are, that we are in control of our minds? Maybe we should think again, because surveillance, social engineering, and mind control techniques are shaping what we think. 
now I have to leave this word to you. Da 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 da. Here is Marie Jones. And it seems this is something that you really have made a lot of research on. And how do we start? I will start, how come you wrote the book uh, with your partner in writing? I call him partner in writing. I don't think you're partners otherwise. No, but, we're writing um, partners. No. You know, we just really thought this was a very serious and important uh, subject that needed to be talked about because... It is happening, and with the proliferation of technology and the gadgets that everyone are carrying around, cell phones and tablets and Kindles, and, you know, everybody is on social networking. The, the, there are so many different ways now for you to be manipulated, to be under surveillance, to have advertisers tracking your every move uh, and really, you know, to have the government keeping track of everyone. But also the fact that because we all watch the news and we, we get our news on uh, the Internet and social networking, you find out that the, the media is manipulating what they are telling you is truth and what is news. And so you are yeah. now living your life in a reality that and – I, and, I, and the same goes for religion and politics. It seems like a lot of the thoughts and beliefs and behaviors of human beings are not of our own choosing, and we often aren't even aware that we're letting other people or other entities – put their thoughts in, into our minds. We're just not even aware of it because we're distracted with other things. It's so shocking. But I believe people don't realize. Now you have all the particularly younger kids. I call everyone under 50 younger kids. <laughs> but they put everything on Facebook and all kinds of details. Isn't yes. that a little bit unwise? to do so it is and we you know we we were all really excited about twitter and facebook and all the different social networking sites when they first came out because they allow us to connect with other people all over the world not just make friends or not just keep in touch with our own friends but make new friends and communicate and chit chat with people and talk about our lives but now we're starting to hear more and more information about how Facebook really is, it's called data mining. They're literally mining our information, our data, and they're selling it to advertisers. They're giving it to the government. They're you know, handing it over to corporations to be able to target their advertisements to us. And um, I was just on this morning before our show I saw an article that I posted on my Facebook page for other people about how you can go into your Facebook settings and eliminate advertising tracking of your site because some oh. people are finding out that they're being tracked by hundreds of companies that literally can access your photos, your you know, all of your information, and then they can target their marketing directly towards you. Well, no, we, necess we don't necessarily want that. We don't want people 
for any reason to be tracking our every move. If we no. want to buy something, we'll go buy it. But what's ha- and even now on uh, email services, so let's take Yahoo for example. So if you buy, say you buy a pair of shoes on Shoes Plus or whatever the name of the store, you'll start yeah. to see on your on your email page, your Yahoo page, tons of advertising from shoe companies, and that is because they're tracking your purchases so they can gear ads towards what they think you're going to buy again. Mm-hmm. So it is a little nerve-wracking. <laughs> well, it, it really, really is. Uh, and I'm thinking about now with Gmail, how they read all the email coming in and they classify that this is promotion, this is, you know, yeah. this, this, yeah. this is an event coming up. And I don't like that. It can be easy sometimes to, to I know where I should look first. But this way they look into my emails long before I do. Yeah, and, you know, they have these gigantic computer systems that literally run all of the emails through and they look for keywords. So it's not a person necessarily. It's all computerized. But the problem is is that you may – there may be a word that targets you for more attention. As a writer, my writer friends and I, we always joke about our search terms when we're doing research. So for Mind Wars, I'm doing searches for you know, serial killers, cult leaders, uh, government mind control, uh, drones. I'm doing all this, these searches that are target words. But hopefully, you know, when they flag them, they can say, oh, she's a writer. (laughs) Let her go. But literally, you know, they're looking for specific things that are going to make you stand out. And in the case of advertisers and corporations, they're looking for you to say Amazon or, or books or movies or Netflix or whatever so that they can then target that kind of advertising directly to you. So we're all we've all been broken down and we're not even human beings anymore in this situation. We're just pieces of data and information for someone to either watch over us or make money off of us. Yeah. Who is watching over us? Is this some kind of conspiracy of recent days or can we find any traces of this from the earlier times? Absolutely. I mean, this is not conspiracy. It's fact. It's a provable part of our history. Uh, During the 1950s, 60s, and into the 70s, the CIA ran a massive mind control and behavior modification program called MKUltra that involved over 80 institutions. Uh, We're talking Um, anything from uh, mental institutions, prisons, orphanages, colleges, universities, um, anywhere that they could have their experimentation going on under the MKUltra program. This came out publicly during a couple of congressional committee hearings, and most of the documentation was destroyed, unfortunately, but enough was reclaimed through our Freedom of Information Act that we could see 
this was going on even back in the 50s and 60s. Now today, we know that we're under constant surveillance. We have satellites. We have surveillance drones. We have cameras. Some cities have cameras on every street corner. We have your cell phone is tracking your every move. We don't know if it's usually for most people, it's advertisers, it's corporations that are behind it. But for a lot of people, it's the government. It's because of 9-11 and the terrorist attacks and this need for such a security level that they felt that every citizen had to be kept an eye on. So it is not a conspiracy. It's a part of the incredible reliance that we have today on technology. And it's wonderful. I mean, look, Edward Snowden, you know, the whistleblower, came out and told us that our cell phone services were selling our data to the NSA and turn, well, maybe not selling it, but turning it over. That is still going on. In fact, uh, there was a ban lifted recently allowing our data again to be turned over to the government for for security, national security purposes. What I find even more sinister is that advertisers and corporations are watching us. Now, I can understand a little bit why the government would want to keep track of terrorist activity or possible Uh, listening for chatter to see if somebody's planning some kind of an attack. Yeah, so do I. Yeah, but I... We will understand that. I don't mind control on the street corners if it could catch a terrorist like in Boston. You know, that was how they caught... Sure, sure. Or one of the shooters before they go into a theater and open fire. You know, those kind of things we can understand, even though I think... uh, with with the access that the government has to our cell phone records and things like that, that you know that might be taking it a little too far. Not every citizen of this country is doing anything wrong. No, but, this is what I mean. They're so few and they supervise so many, and right. you need a lot of people to do this work too. I mean, to go through all this. Yeah, you have the data mining facilities. But I think it's even, to me, more annoying and and more angering when a corporation like Monsanto or a pharmaceutical company like Merck or Pfizer, they have so much money that they're buying our data now so that they can better promote and market their products to the public. And, And that, to me, is more intrusive. So, so then you have to really make people sick first, don't you, before you can oh, sell it? Oh, absolutely. I mean, my gosh, you know, look at the – in the United States, I you just see there's so much malaise of every kind, and it's just getting worse. You've got autoimmune diseases and certain types of cancers that keep increasing, and yeah. people just – are sick, <laughs> but there's always a drug that you can take to make you better. Yeah. So, but is there some yeah. kind of mind control out there that kind of tells you, oh, now you're not feeling well? Do you think that is programmed into anything out there, into the TV shows or something, as uh, subliminal messages, as they're you know, good oh, ones absolutely. also? 
Yeah, subliminals have been used for decades, and I'm sure they still are, but uh, because everything is digital, they've, you know, obviously you have to find a new way to use that technology. But our media manipulation and or social programming and social engineering, that happens via the media, where if you watch the news, you start to see how slanted stories are towards A or towards B. You also look at the advertising during the news programming, and you can tell that those advertisers helped slant the news. Now, I'll give you an example. For a half-an-hour news program here in San Diego, there were three or four stories that were about, oh, new discoveries to treat depression, Every single commercial during that news program was a pharmaceutical company pushing a new medicine for depression. Oh, really? Yeah, you're starting. And the more that you're aware of this, the more you see it, the more it makes you angry because you start to see that the news is not even telling you facts. A lot of the news is opinion. Um, A lot of it is bad journalism. So... But we're accepting that as our reality. So in other words, all Unfortunately, minds, yeah. Yes, all minds are being controlled by the information we accept as reality. And that information may not necessarily be truthful. Haven't we been told that what is written in the paper, that is the truth? I mean, I really, you know, I've been written about in the paper and I see what they've written about me has not been the truth. And about, you know, you see celebrities out there and they say anything just to sell papers. But they're yeah. not there to inform us of the truth. Yeah, I think maybe there was a time in the past when, you you know, you got your newspaper every Sunday or it was left on your doorstep five days a week and it had good journalism. I was a journalism major in college way back in mm-hmm. the day. and. We yeah. were taught that you, you you never write about anything that you don't have a source for. And you check out your sources and make sure they're credible and that you always have the facts. But that's not the case anymore. Journalism today is nothing but opinion under the guise of fact. It's it's Sometimes you'll hear news stories where they say, we haven't checked on this yet, but we heard... <laughs> that's a rumor. That's not news. Or they'll, yeah, they'll put a story out, and then later they get the facts, and then they have to retract the first story. But they've already hurt people and ruined lives and spread bad information that goes viral. It's too late. It's too late. So um, I'm very concerned about how the government has acted, what I'm reading in your book, Mind Wars, about how they trained or how they changed the minds of young people. They did all those experimentations on young people. This was in the United States of America. And Canada as well. Um, yeah. Yeah, this was part of this program that... Can you tell us a little bit more about... You mentioned it slightly a little while ago about... Sure. So, how they made right. So this uh, 
this project MK Ultra was it was a, a very wide in scope and it went on for a long time with little supervision or oversight from the government and it involved a number of experiments that were designed to alter behavior to brainwash to reprogram minds uh, it involved torture abuse uh, psychological sexual physical abuse and oftentimes involved children young people because they were studying the the mind and the brain and how malleable it is when you're young and the idea being that you could program a young mind much easier than an adult so there were all kinds of really awful and this all came out again in these congressional uh, hearings that these experiments were really borderline if not outright torture and um the goal originally of the MK Ultra program believe it or not the original purpose was to try to study brainwashing because our POWs in the Korean War were being brainwashed and we yes. wanted to understand the process and we wanted to also be able to do it to our enemies i mean let's face it that's always part of the of the motive but originally that is what sparked the creation of this particular program was the fact that we had our POWs that were suffering from brainwashing and torture techniques, interrogation techniques, and they were, you know, coming back completely different people, the ones that did make it back. And and so supposedly MK Ultra ended in the early 1970s, but we know that the government is continuing to to test things on prisoners, to test drugs, to test new pharmaceuticals on orphanages and um, uh, different institutions are doing experiments. Sometimes they even, uh, they do it out in the open. You know, they ask for volunteers. We need you to test a new drug. We need you to test this new uh, Yes, I I see that too. They advertise for it. But I cannot believe that they go to orphanages and get young children. They did uh, to do it during yes. yeah, during MK Ultra that was a very popular way what to get years were this? Do you remember what 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 time that was? I mean, what, what that was years? it started yeah, it started in the um in the early nineteen fifties and it ran through about nineteen seventy three is when wow. there was so much pressure from victims, victims' families and government officials who, you know, had heard, did not know that this was going on and were just disgusted and horrified that they brought this program to a screeching halt. Um, but, you know, I talked to a, a woman that I met who works in the prison system and said, oh, it still continues to this day. And most of the time the prisoners don't know that they're being experimented on. Sometimes they do, and it, it can get them a shorter sentence. Unwed mother homes for unwed mothers. This is back in the fifties and sixties. Um, they were very popular places to find victims to, or subjects, I guess you could say. But children were the most important because for some of the experimentation, the idea was to see if you could interrupt the activity of the brain, the the you know, modify behaviors at a very early age when the brain was still evolving and growing. 
Oh, it's so yeah. shocking. It's like they didn't it count. It, it, you know? yes. Yeah, it is. It's one of the big black marks on American history and, and Canada. There was some <coughs> Canadian involvement as well. But this is a documented part of our history. So <coughs> people need to know, you know, this happened. And it may still be happening. And that's a scary thought. Yeah, exactly. But I think now my feeling is, and based on the research that Larry and I did, the new methods of mind control now can all be done through the media because we're so hooked on watching TV and going to the movies and going on social networking and spreading news stories around and getting our news online. Just because you get your news on the Internet doesn't necessarily mean it's news you know, or that it's that good journalism. So that is the tool, the biggest tool that I think is used today to try to manipulate the way that we think, what we believe, uh, what we support, what we hate, what we love, everything really. It's uh, so amazing. You know, I am basically, I'm Swedish, although I'm also American, and I believe America is probably the greatest country in the world after I lived in many other countries. But when I'm here, and I come to Sweden in the summer when it's very hot in Florida, where I live most of the time. (laughs) (laughs) And we talked about that before the show. Yes, very humid and very, very hot. So I come here, and it's guaranteed cooler weather. (laughs) But what I have noticed here, you have a different kind of control you control people what people are made to believe in first of all you're not supposed to believe in god and not in spirit Uh, so spiritual and religious well forget religious but even spiritual that is thrown out that's not acceptable Wow. wow and alternative anything you know alternative treatment and so on is also not accepted so what they do they kind of I know people who listen to this show, uh, are, many are Swedish, and they are in this field of alternative health of some kind. Right. And it's not easy to do that kind of thing in Sweden because they, all people need some kind of religion or some kind of belief. I know I saw your new thought minister, so am I, you know, and I'm proud of it. And I believe in spirit and in God. And to me, this is very important. But in Sweden, I cannot say the word God because then most people think huh. I'm demented. You know, something must well, be wrong I had with what no I'm saying. Idea. Yeah, and you know, and they those, are, yeah, that's just something most Americans don't know. People don't know. And people yeah. don't know in Sweden that they have been brainwashed to be that way. So now with these alternative uh, healers or what they are, they are being attacked and mocked in public and no one dares go to see them anymore. This is how you get rid of them. And then yeah. you have someone who is from the medical field, field who explains to people, this is the way it is, this is the truth, this is scientific, as if scientific meant this is equally, this is the truth. It's Science exactly. is not the same as tr- the truth. And people have been made to believe that. And instead, people get sicker and many get sicker and sicker and more medication is produced to give them, you know, to to make them take the medication. But I see this so much 
And I've seen cases, and I say this in public, on, you know, for the first time on air, and this was a homeopath in Stockholm, Sweden, a very talented woman. And there was a man who had been, he had had some kind of surgery on his throat, and it had been so botched up that he could hardly speak, and he was looking so bad. And through... Okay. Through alternative treatment, he got completely well. Well, what happened? The doctor, he went back to the doctor, showed, look how good I look, you know, I'm well. And what did right. the doctor do? He called the police. And the police oh came God. and arrested the woman. Oh, no. You saved someone's life and get arrested. Yes. For it. That is this is the most amazing thing. But I say this is what is happening <laughs> That, that is insanity. You, um, this is crazy, and this is why I admire America, because here you can do those things. And well, you can also talk about God. Well, there is a limitation to everything, too. Yeah, I think some of that happens here, certainly, though, but to the other end where you have a certain religious group trying to convince everyone that this is the only religion, this is the only God you should be worshiping. So we do have that here, uh, but to the other extreme. And I'm not sure if if you've heard, but there are a lot of alternative doctors here in America that are disappearing. And there's been a few murders recently, a few alleged suicides of alternative doctors, several of them in Florida, that I've been following these stories that um, these doctors are speaking out against forced vaccinations, which is going to become a big issue here in America, and yeah, it's not, yeah. very, uh, not very democratic. But the, And also that the um, FDA, the Federal the Food and Drug Administration, is passing more and more laws trying to ban vitamin, mineral supplementation, certain types of... Um, naturopathic and holistic practices, it's it's starting to happen here, too. I never thought that I would live in America and see some of the things that you just described happening in Sweden, which are shocking to me, starting to happen here and and I it makes me wonder if this isn't this isn't some kind of global push to you know <laughs> to really sort of turn countries in one direction or another it's just just really strange my feeling it is like uh, it yes sorry I interrupted yeah well no I just want to say that like I had no idea to me Everything I've ever heard about countries like Sweden is how wonderful they are, how people are very happy there, very there's a good health care and people live, you know, healthy lives and they're very free, blah blah blah. But my feeling is, do you see a push on behalf of the people to sort of rebel against that or do you, or do people just accept it? You know, sort of lay down and accept that kind of mind control and behavior control. This is the interesting part because on television, everything is geared to, oh, you have it very, very good in this country. And when they show, you know, uh, 
uh, what those culture programs from other countries. Those are third right. world countries where things are not very good. And at the same time, you get to hear, oh, things are really very good here in this country. Oh, you know? right. So don't complain. Don't complain. <laughs> right. <laughs> and Swedes have never been much of complaining out officially. They're simply yeah. scared. And now what happens with these alternative health practitioners when they're being mocked and losing their livelihood, which they are, you know, no one dares to speak out. I do because wow. I don't care. <laughs> and I don't live here all the time. I'm, I'm an American citizen. But there are certain things here that are happening. And uh, last year, I needed to pay a couple of checks, a couple of bills in the United States. Everything is an auto pay like, you know, we all do. Right. But some I needed to pay. So I sent four times checks, American checks from American banks. I was a tourist. I regard myself a tourist here since I'm an American citizen. And I sent at four different occasions, I sent checks in an envelope to those particular receivers, recipients in the United States. None of those checks arrived. Oh, my God. None arrived in the United States. Yeah. Then I I said, you know, this cannot be because four checks do not disappear one after the other. Sent from different mailboxes. (laughs) So now I call up the post office, and it took me three days before I got to the truth. And that was, oh, we have changed the law. As from July this year, this was last year, we have changed the law. So all mail is being x-rayed and we are looking for money, you know, receipts, anything to do with money. And those we take aside and keep. They're not sent off. Oh my God, that is control. That That is control. And when I say this to people, they think I'm just telling them a story. No. And this is the thing. No one reacts to it. So I cannot send a check. (laughs) Being an American citizen visiting Sweden, I cannot send a check paying a bill in America sent from an American bank to an American receiver and we put into an American bank account. It's being stopped. That sounds like things that you would think would happen in Nazi Germany or, you know, in Cuba before they decided to become a little more open. Um, Just that I'm really shocked. And it just, I hope that at some point the people of Sweden will just say, hey, enough, you're not going to tell me what I can believe in. You're not going to, you know, to control this and that because otherwise it's never going to change and even here in America where we feel like we have all these freedoms and we feel like we can do whatever we want we're starting to see a lot of our freedoms being taken away very slowly I think if they try to take them all away at once you're going to have rebellion <clears throat> but when they take them away very slowly people just don't notice they're too busy no you don't lives. notice And, you know, Swedes are happy people, basically. They are good-thinking people. They want to do good. They they are idealists in many ways. They believe in the good. 
these are not mean people. And they believe right. everyone wants their highest good. So they do good things. People come to me in Sweden, and I work here, you know, in an office from time to time. They bring me flowers. Well, no That's one else wonderful. does that in yeah. any other country. <laughs> so they I have know. this no, that is, yeah. Yes. But they're not allowed to believe in a God in God. Or be- Spiritual, but can, I mean, they can do it in the privacy of their own homes. They of just course. can't and be public. They are not about punished it. for it. They're laughed at, you know, and no one want, may want to give them an important job. <laughs> I don't know, but that's it may be. So that's strange. Case. Yeah, that's yeah. very strange. Yeah, I think that each country probably has its own ways that they're being manipulated and controlled by powerful government or corporations that, you know, here in in the United States of America, the main corporations that have all the money and the power and the clout, they can help decide what we're going to see on the news. They can help decide what politicians are going to be elected and represent this country. And it's amazing that, that people I, don't yeah. realize how much control their mind is, or minds are under that is not of their own choosing. This is what I'm trying to say. And the same thing, and this is happening all over the world, in the Western world yeah. at least, with money now. It's disappearing. In Sweden, most banks do not take cash. They don't give cash oh. and they don't accept cash. And also when you buy things officially, they don't take, uh, and I saw it somewhere today. Or we only we don't take we only take cards, and these are debit cards connected directly to your bank account. So when right. you're having a job somewhere, uh, and you're getting paid monthly or weekly, you are paid directly into your bank account. And now you take your card and you go grocery shopping, gas shopping, and you shop whatever. So now. Whoever wants to follow what you have been buying can see exactly right. your track of the day, what you have spent your money on. So this to me is a control also, and I start to see this in countries also. And I think in a few years, cash, you know, money it's going to be will disappear. And I think yes. Here in the United States, they're encouraging people more to use cards and also, I was reading something about how all cards will be chipped. A lot of them are, but all cards will be chipped. So there'll be little mini tracking devices. Now, if you can't use cash, then obviously they're going to be able to tell exactly what you did, where you were, you know, what you purchased. And I mean, there are times that I want to pay with cash. And it's so funny because now here in America, some of our banks won't accept cash because they claim it may be related to money laundering. <clears throat> well, if I'm just trying to put $50 cash in my bank account, really, are you thinking that it's coming from money laundering? <laughs> yeah, I had a garage sale. You mean this yeah. has happened in America as well? Yeah, yeah. So you, you Small sums, I thought it was just like large sums. Yeah. It's like, wait a minute, money is money. Now you're trying to dictate to us what, how we use our money. And what I'm really surprised, though, with what you were saying about in Sweden with your checks is that they don't give you back those checks. They keep them. They told me that I had not put 
a return address. And of course, I always put return address. I may have put an American return address, but I put a return address. And they ignore that, and of course, it costs me whatever it is, $10 a check to put a stop right. on the check, you know. So it costs oh, me $40 fine. for that, for nothing. I am really surprised. I've never, you know, you hear all these wonderful things about certain countries, and you don't hear those little things like that. No. <laughs> Well, there's always a snake in paradise, my mother used to say. <laughs> yes, and I think that the, with alternative doctors uh, and alternative medicine, I think that there is a big witch hunt going on, and I think it's in a lot of different countries. And it's I starting think so here too, more yes. and more. It is very frightening how many of them are vanishing and how many of them are being... Um, you know, claiming that they committed suicide, the government or or whoever, law enforcement. And it's very scary. If you see one or two, it's not something that would get your attention, but eight or nine and and more coming. And I just have been watching this ongoing push because here, you know, big pharma, pharmaceutical companies are the number one powerful, wealthiest lobby here in the United States. So it would make sense that they want to try to eliminate the doctors and the companies and the the practitioners that are telling you not to take pharmaceuticals, that there is a healthier, better way. And people are not paying enough attention. This is terrifying. This is very, very scary. However, I noticed here in Sweden there's a very, very strong movement, and I call it underground spirituality that is happening. And people are actually looking for something more. And this is my slogan, people are looking for something more, capital M-O-R-E. And... uh, it's not enough what we are getting. We are not flat beings. We are spiritual beings. We have depth. We we have many dimensions within us. Exactly, and right. This is what we are about. So one day it is going to collapse with all this chemistry around us. We need the medical field. Of course we do also, but not to this extent that you have a little problem and then you have to take a pill for everything exactly. and then to take then, another yeah. one. And we're we still have to put... so sick. So it's not healing us, it's just covering up the symptoms and and we need that we need the combination of the two, the the Western medicine and the natural healing traditions to work together. I'm really glad to hear though that there is that movement going on in Sweden and you know, here we have we have all over the world, we have the anonymous movement. And here we had Occupy Wall Street. And there are these big movements that are rising up saying, we're tired of the media manipulating and lying to us. You know, we're tired of our politicians all being bought and paid for. We're tired of the influence of of the pesticide and uh, pharmaceutical industries. And so you have these growing movements. And I think that that is so important because at some point there are going to be enough people speaking out that we won't be allowing anybody and everybody to tell us how to think and what to believe and what to eat and what to put in our bodies and yeah 
it's shocking what's <laughs> happening with our food, how it is altered. And uh, I have um, several politicians who come to me in my private practice as a, as a healer, and uh, they believe in everything, but they dare not yeah. speak out. Yeah. Yeah. You know, they're simply cowards. If a few of them could speak out, maybe they would disappear, who knows, but at least right. they do their job because they're representing the people out there. And this exactly. goes to, to politicians in all countries now, not only in the United States and Sweden or whatever country else is listening. So we have to stand up for our beliefs on our feet. Right. And this is going with the times now, isn't it? You have to speak out from your heart. Yeah, and if you can find a group to work with you to speak out, like you said, it's probably safer because they can do something to one person, but if there's 10, and I think that that's the case with my father was a scientist and you know, he would always tell me that scientists believe in a lot of things that you don't think they would. God, UFOs, you know, my dad loved UFOs, but they can't within the confines of their, you know, academic careers talk about that stuff. It doesn't mean that they don't believe it, but, you know, how would, how wonderful would it be if they started talking about that more openly? And especially with politicians, you get a lot of politicians that come into uh, office and they're idealistic and they're just so full of energy and they're going to make changes and do this and that. And then they get beaten down by (laughs) their fellow politicians (laughs) and they, they become one of them. And it's just really sad that there's people out there that know what's going on. And they're in positions of power, but they're they're afraid. They're afraid for their own lives. They are, and also they hate to lose the money. Yeah, you know, that's it's very true. much the a question of money in everything. <laughs> yeah, <clears throat> yeah. And uh, science, well, science is a it's a range of it's a string of tests, but then it depends who pays for those tests, and then yeah. will be the outcome of of the test. Exactly. And that is what with any bit of information that comes to us, whether it's uh, something that we see on the news or some study, scientific study that we see in the news telling us, oh, stop drinking orange juice or, you know, do this, do that. You always have to follow it back to who financed that study or who's advertising on that program. You know, follow it back to this politician. Who's contributing the most money to his his or her campaign? It always goes back to following the money, and that's when yeah. you get to see the real motive behind what's what you're being told to believe. It's so true. Everything goes back to the money. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's sad that money that uh, they are trying to take away from us. You know, cash is is in a way true money because you have access to it at any time. And when right. you were a little child, you think back of the times when you were a small child. Uh, you were not free until you got your pocket money. You can yeah. spend it now. If the money, yeah. yes, <laughs> if the money now is electronic money all the time, you lose your freedom. Not only that. 
the government or whoever wants to take control over you can just stop that through the exactly. push of a button. And now you have no food and you have nothing. And what happens, like, even in a, in a big natural disaster or an emergency situation where all of the ATMs or the banks, they're not open, the ATM machines aren't available, if you don't have cash, you're not going to be able to get anything. Um, and I so know true. from being, being in earthquakes that even having cash is no guarantee because people price gouge, you know, they'll charge you $20 for a gallon of water, but... Yes. At those times, those cards are going to be meaningless. However, what a wonderful situation for the government to step in and say, oh, we'll save you. We're going to ration food and water, you know, but you have to do this and come to this detention camp and <clears throat> we'll feed you. And Because if you don't have cash on you, you're powerless. Those cards are going to be meaningless. And this is what might happen. Maybe it's just a conspiracy plan. <laughs> what do we know? I, I know. It's, you start <laughs> to get paranoid after a while, huh? <laughs> yes. And I hate to think that way because I'm believing in the highest good, you know, I always do. And yes. I think you must do that too. Well, but so, you know well, what? Mind control can be a good thing. And I think that mind control becomes a, a powerful and positive thing when you control your own thoughts, when you take mm -hmm. back power, when you start to look around you with more awareness and, and you awaken to how you're being manipulated, once you see it, you can't not see it. You start to step back and go, whoa, okay, that's not true. Let me do my own research to see what the truth is. So mind control is really a great thing as long as you're in control of your mind. It's just how easily we give it away to other people and other institutions. We need to stop that and take back our own power. You, you know, you went back to the title of this show, and I wasn't even sure it was a good title. Now I think it is a good title because the title of the show is Mind Control a Good Thing. <laughs> and it it's exactly what you say. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, and I think because it can be, of course. Right. Stop believing if we use it everything right. you hear and see and listen to your gut, listen to your intuition. Your intuition always knows. Do some research. Don't just blindly follow the words of other people because their their motives, their goals are not necessarily for your highest good. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So that's really where mind control we're all going to be under surveillance, and that's something that is very difficult to stop without having laws that get passed, uh, you know, on a political level. But in terms of what's going on inside of our brains and our minds and our bodies, we need to take back control of that. And we can, you know, we have, yeah. our mind is free, you know, with an open mind, you can do anything you want, basically. Yes, absolutely. I always say watch less news. <laughs> don't watch any. You're going to get the news from your friends. You don't need to watch it and get more brainwashed by the the bad information that they're feeding you. You know, yeah. get out in nature more. Spend more time alone just getting in touch with yourself. That's how you start to realize, I've got beliefs and thoughts that aren't even mine. They were programmed by my by 
peers, parents, family, school, the government, the media. You know, it's really about becoming aware of what you're thinking. And where did that thought originate, from you or from somebody else? It's so well put. I thank you for for saying all those things. And uh, this is what we are trying to make people do through uh, just meditation and so on, to find their higher selves, to, to get into that light, source of light within each one of us. And that is right. the truth within each one of exactly. us. Exactly. And uh, that is what they're trying to eliminate, you know, here in this country. But yeah, as and, I said, that know, is a, a movement against it. And you can't really fight that because I think that's a part of human nature that they can try really hard to suppress, but it, it's you, you cannot suppress truth. So it's good to hear that there's this underground movement, and I think it's going to just get bigger and bigger until it literally changes the policies at the higher levels. And it becomes acceptable to have a spiritual nature because guess what? We do. (laughs) You can't deny that. So... I, I, you know, writing a book like this, yes, it's scary, important information, and it can be very dark and negative, but at the same time, once you know this, then you can say to yourself, that's it, I'm taking back control. Now I know what to look for. Now I know when I'm not in control of my own thoughts. Now I know how I'm being manipulated. Once you know how someone is manipulating you, then it doesn't work anymore. Yeah, and how and, and that you are manipulated, you know, that you yeah. have been supervised, so to speak. As long as you understand that and know that and do not believe everything you read in the papers or, or hear on the radio right. or uh, uh, on television. I heard here uh, on the radio how someone came up with something and then there were two co-hosts uh, in a talk show. And then one said something And the other one said, well, you know, we're not allowed, we're not supposed to speak about spirituality on on the radio. Uh, And this is the programming from the government, because the radios here are all governmentally controlled. But it would be so interesting if everybody just started talking about it. What are they going to do, shut down every show? Because then more shows will come in, and it just almost has to get to that tipping point where people say, we're going to talk about whatever we want. <laughs> and, and government is going to vote you out. <laughs> and uh, people start to speak out a little bit more now, I notice. When yeah. I said this is an underground movement, it's not secret. It's all in the open. But it's not kind of acceptable to do it. Right. It's like our anonymous movement, which I think is great. And at some point, the government will start to become afraid of the people which is how it should be. <laughs> yeah, but what will they do? <laughs> well, I mean, you have democratic elections. Put the stop on the, the cards, on the debit cards. <laughs> yeah, but do you have democratic yeah. elections like we do in America? How often do you elect officials? Because you can start looking for people to run for office who are spiritual. And at some point, if they can start getting elected, they're they're going to end up changing things from the top. Yes. Of course, I'm not quite sure how it functions here because there was an election last year 
And there are, I don't know, five or six or seven different parties, but they all are basically the same. But there is one opposition party, which is more conservative right. than the other ones. And that is, they won't even listen to it in the, in the Congress, in the Swedish Congress. They have no say, and when they try to say something in public, what they feel is right, they're being stopped. So I don't call that that very democratic. Right, yeah, it doesn't sound like it. But there has to be a point where there's just so many people who say, you know, we, we, we want to change this, and we're going to start speaking out. And, you know, what are they going to do? They can't make you all vanish because then the rest of the world would find out and speak out against it. So I think it's great to be telling people because look, I'm here living in America. I had no idea that that was going on in Sweden. Now I can go tell other people here in America. They probably things going yes, probably things going on in America that people don't know about. I didn't know there were lots of alternative doctors disappearing. I didn't know that. And uh, social networking is probably a great tool for the movement there in Sweden to get the word out about that to people all over the world. It's happening, yes. Yeah. Swedish people are good people, and uh, I I wouldn't like to say anything else about them, but I just feel they are too scared to speak out. And I feel that they have been brainwashed through a long time through all the past century, basically through oh, the middle and that's of so past hard century. To undo. Yeah, it's hard and to unprogram so that. Two generations are completely brainwashed to believe a certain thing. Now I feel yeah. the younger set; they are more open. They travel more. They connect with the internet, and Spain is a very, very internet-connected <laughs> country. Yeah, it's amazing how be, they yeah. connect. That might be where the change happens is global and and more people will be aware of it. Yeah. Yeah. So and in the show I didn't mean I apologize to Sweden and to Swedish people that I kind of chose them. But I know and love Sweden and I know and love America. These are two countries we both you know, love. And uh, I just want to speak out, I suppose. Yeah. Well, and that's why you wrote because, your book. Right. We It's because we love our countries that we want them to be better. And we want people to know when there is an issue, a problem, it needs to be addressed. I really think that that shows a love of Sweden, that you want the people to be fully free and happy and, and to acknowledge their spiritual side if they if they wish to. So to me, that shows a real love of your country and not you know, the other way around. You know, I have so many particular women who come to me and cry because they feel, you know, not complete. And they're so talented and they're so wanting to to be something more. And they're so burnt out because they're not allowed to be spiritual. Yeah, that's that's sad. And I think it's sad. I think it's going to just snowball to the point where It'll have to become acceptable because there's so many people that want that change. Do you know, I feel that spirituality is freedom. Absolutely. And 
That's why you try to suppress spirituality. Religion is not necessarily freedom. That's another political part to tell you what to do. Right. You're being told what to do and what to think. Yeah. That's right. But spirituality (laughs) is your freedom. You can feel it. You feel from your heart and you can feel what you want, what makes you feel good. Absolutely. So that's why it is. Now we have solved many problems <laughs> between many. We have. <laughs> yes. we <laughs> so I'd like to thank you so much. The show is now ended. I feel it's, uh, well, we have a few seconds, so maybe they have, it's still streaming for the archives. But I'd like you to share your website with everyone. Sure. My website is mariedjones.com. Very easy. Same thing as my name. <laughs> yes, Marie, uh, we know how that is written. And D is D-A-B-C-D, the letter D with right. the period afterwards. Yeah, mariedjones.com. Very good. And the name of your book again is Mind Wars, A History of Mind Control, Surveillance, and Social Engineering by the Government, Media, and Secret Societies. Very powerful book. Lots of stuff in it. And evidently, you've done a lot of research for it. Yes. It was it was an interesting book to write. <laughs> I'm sure. But you have written so many interesting books that I saw here that I would love to really know more about. And I just... I saw they're available on Amazon, like Super Volcano, the catastrophic (laughs) event that changed the course of human history. That sounds very, very interesting. And uh, about time travel, uh, here, this book is from the future, a journey through portals, relativity, wormholes, and other adventures in time travel. That sounds really exciting, too. Yeah. And the grid, exploring the hidden infrastructure of reality. Wonderful stuff, you know. Well, thank you. <laughs> but you have written basically all your life. So this is yeah. your true nature. And yeah. your co- I don't know how to your- do anything else. <laughs> well, you do it with pleasure and with your heart, and that's why it works. Yeah, absolutely. And your co-author for this uh, book, Mind Wars, is Larry Flaxman, who is not with us today, as we have noticed. And um, the show has come to an end. And now my website is speakingtoyourheart.com, or in other words, also call it activeale.com. Activeale is harder to understand. It's A. C for Charles, T for Tom, I, V for Victor, A, L for Love, and E for Edward. Activeil.com. And yours is Marie D. Jones.com. Correct. Very good. I thank you so much. And now it's uh, dinner time for me, and it's breakfast time for you. (laughs) That's well, thank you so much for having me. It was it was a pleasure. Well, thank you for being with me today, and it was a great pleasure to talk to you. Thank you so much, Marie. You're welcome. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you.